Hello, all, and welcome back to another episode of the Man to Man NBA show. This is episode 118. We're so happy you're with us. First time, long time, anything in between. We're back after a brief hiatus. A uh, little couple weeks here. We had Memorial Day, and then a week before that, we had just some timing issues, but we're here and we're ready to talk about it. And the beauty of this part of the NBA season is a lot has happened, but really not a lot has happened because there's only been two series since then. So we're really not even that far behind. And we get to talk about the NBA Finals, the Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. It's been a great game one already. And tonight will be game two. You'll be hearing this after that. And then we'll have a whole series to go. The NBA season, as it's winding down, always feels so long. And then it's just gone. So we got to enjoy it as it's here. But before we get into all that and before I bring the boys in, I got to talk to you about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball championships finals, the NHL hockey conference finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Again, that's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get in the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, now that we have our beautiful sponsor out the way, I'm very happy to bring in the men who make it happen, Mr. Liam Nash, Mr. Andy Elliott. Boys, how are we feeling today? Happy NBA Finals. I'll take it, I guess, first. The the little hand signal from Andy there, a little sly hand signal. I like it. I like well, it. I feel like you I feel like you owe an explanation to a lot of us right now. So go ahead. Take the floor, brother. What explanation to what? Let's get this started. If we're gonna start right, like this, we'll start like this. Come on now. We'll let you introduce it. We'll let you So it's been a couple weeks, but thankfully Andy and I have pretty good memories. Um a couple weeks ago before the conference finals started. We had a little shindig as a group recording an episode, and we said, Andy and I said, the Boston Celtics will beat the Miami Heat in six or seven games. And Hoop, you would have thought we were said the most blasphemous thing ever. And Hoop, without us putting forward anything, we had no skin in the game, said, I will give you all each $100 if the Heat do not win this series, if the Celtics win. Now, we all know what happened. The Celtics played very well. The Heat were a little beat up. I'll give them that. They made a very impressive comeback in game seven, just to fall a little bit short. But they did not win. The Celtics did. And therefore, I believe that is $200 to be split amongst Andy and I, unless you can give us a, a great reason to not give it out, Hoop. I, I'd love to hear it. But I believe yeah, you are. I mean, you got to give him, you got to give him an opportunity yes. to lay his case. But again, uh, just for a little context here, right? Uh, there was, we would, if, if the Heat would have won, we would have not given Liam, Mr. Hoopstar, anything. The guy was very adamant on the Celtics getting blown out in the series, and now we're, we're past game one of the NBA Finals. This is recorded right before game two of the NBA Finals. Um, and now you see who the Celtics are as a team. So I guess we'll give you the floor. We'll give you some layaway here. We'll give you some leeway, whatever, whatever you want to say. The floor is yours. And so, by the way, we sent the Venmo usernames and the guy has still not paid us. For Liam and I, throw it in the MTM bank account. For JP, that's a whole nother situation. The floor is yours. I mean, obviously, I'll I'll eat it. I have no, there's no case to be made here. I made a bet. They, the series went seven games. 
I had a chance in game seven. Could have been the worst collapse ever from the Boston Celtics in game seven in the history of the NBA. I was hoping that could have happened, but obviously they, you know, they lost. So I, I'm a man of my word. I uh, have been absent a little bit in terms of uh, me as a person. I have uh, been on the lake. I've had some some personal things I had to take care of. So I couldn't just directly, you know, shout out to the boys and send them their money, even though it's easy as just pushing a button. But I told them I'll give them the money today um, after we record. I'm a man of my word. I just didn't see that coming. And that's why game one of this of this series and the Boston Warriors series has been such a shock to me um, because I don't think the Celtics are very good. I know I'm a little biased because I hate the Boston Celtics just because we got some friends uh, that are big Boston Celtics fans and they kind of just rub it me the wrong way in terms of just being fans. But well, I think I think JP and I are all on the same. We're both on the same boat. We are rooting for the Celtics. See, that's that's crazy. NBA finals. <laughs> you guys are crazy for that, man. Like we're rooting. I root for the underdog. I root for the under, underdog in the last series. And uh, to you to even say I will Venmo after the episode. I'm sorry, JP, but we've been trying to get a hold of this guy in the group chat for about a, more than a week straight now. So I don't know. So are you coming at me because right I can. now? <laughs> like if it's easy to pull out the Venmo right now and hit it. Or a JP, if you just want to come back and say, you know, I'll give you a chance to do a double down or double or nothing. But I even think that double or nothing is like, is like you say that, you know, the, the Warriors don't win in five. You know, that's uh, I was saying. Yeah, I was considering I, maybe not even maybe something like that. But what I was thinking was like, Maybe we take out the hundred dollars we have, right? Because you're you're going already back in the bank account. And I will probably do the same thing. I'm not, I don't want. I just don't want hoops a hundred dollars. It feels like blood money to me for some reason. You know, because you know they stole that series. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Really it's fine. Go now, do what you gotta up. do. It's okay. okay. Actually, you know okay, what? Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. fine. Run me my money. It's over. Yeah, I gave you the money right now. Then run because that was not <laughs> what you were supposed to say. Yeah, no. they stole the series after they stole one in Chase Center in Golden State. Yeah, right. no, I um, I will say, I was gonna say we should put it like on a super long shot bet tonight, or you and just whatever it hits, we can just split it. We'll do something like that. Maybe it, that can be my hundred dollars. We'll put it on like some crazy same gamer, and we'll just see what happens. Then we'll split the winnings, or we can put it back in the pot. I'm cool with that, just because if you don't want to put, if you truly want to use that hundred dollars, don't don't feel like you have to, because I know you said that for content. And well, I, I you know, sometimes <laughs> you just have to come at this guy because his <laughs> his unit is a hundred dollars, and I don't know how true or accurate that is in every single game or unit that he puts down. From what I hear over the past couple of years of his gambling experience, it is a unit one hundred dollars, and no shame on any type type of unit. If you're betting twenty, which I am ten, whatever. This guy just talks a big game, bro. Makes a lot of money, loses a lot of money. So, Liam, if you do want to come back and say there's a double down or let's do this instead, this is your time to do so. No, I will let you. I will happily hand you guys the hundred dollars. You may do what you wish with it at this point because you guys are off the off the chain with this this reaction that I'm getting from you. I thought we were, you know, we were just going to simply come together this weekend and have a good podcast but you guys are kind of taking shots at the boy so you know what you guys can take the hundred dollars you do what it, you want with it and if you want to put it back into the account put it back in the account i'm appreciative of that Throw it into JP's. the FB&B. that's all if you want to do is. your same game parlay tonight with the hundred dollars i'll give you the hundred dollars you do your same and you keep your winnings it is what it is at this point i'm okay with that mm. 
All right, so where do we go from here then? I'm good on it. JP, he's saying he's good. What do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, are you just going to accept it, or do you said it's blood money? Is there a, is there something else that you just want to come back and say, hey, if this happens, let's do it? I'm I'm going to accept it. I'm going to say go back to the MTM account. I want you all to, to have that when you go to California. Maybe that's part of my apology for not being able to go. Is that y'all, when y'all go out to Dash, a little spoiler for everybody, in a couple of months they're going out to Dash and record. Y'all can keep that $100. That'll get you like, what, two drinks in LA? So that's perfect. Okay. And then um, it that can be, that, that'll be, we'll call it good. However, we cannot, we will not let Liam live this down. We get, well, I think we get one. I don't one think so. I don't think call so. Call out like every two shows about this. Every and, two and, and shows, he, there has to be something. can't say anything about it. I mean, it's just it's just a matter of fact that it's just like, yeah. hey, like I'll give you a hundred bucks if this team beats beats this other team in a series. Okay, then what if the other team wins? There's nothing. I don't, you know, that's not how I deal. You know what I'm saying? I'm above all that. I'm a man of my word. I'm I'm, not, I'm just not gonna take the hundred bucks. So that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'll give you a little free pass right here. Throw it into whatever we got we got going on for JP. If you want twenty five bucks, if you want fifty, if you want free merch. I guess it's on me now. You know, I'm the other half of the MTM, Liam, whatever. You guys figure it out. Beyond that, I will say on top of betting, let's get into game one. JP, I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw it into game one here. We missed, we missed a ton, right? Talking about betting. I don't know if you guys have seen, but everyone listening right here, we're going to do a giveaway for every single game in the NBA finals. You guys let me know because I know I haven't talked to you guys about this at all. But it's just the total points. If you can guess the total points for every single game, and we're doing a giveaway for each game in the NBA Finals, I'm giving you what Vegas thinks is what they think the 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 total points the over under slash right. Um, guess it. Go on our social media. We're throwing a poll down. Guess the total points. We'll throw you some free merch. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I think that's fair. We also only have fucking hoodies and sweatshirts and shit right now. We are rebranding. We're getting a new logo. Everything is what we're, that's what we're working on this summer. Rebranding, new logo, everything else. But into the giveaway at Man to Man Podcast, um, because we do want to give, get you guys involved in this last, you know, final series before we kind of go MIA and start to work on our own shit internally, right? Yeah, yeah, I will just I will just say uh, both of you guys can check your Venmos. You guys, oh. got, you guys got credited for your, your account money. Uh, it's in there. The hundred dollars is in there. You do it, like I said, you do what you want with it. You want to give it back. You want to put it into a parlay. Do what you got to do. But wow. the money's there. That's, so no more shots. That's all I'm saying. No more shots at me. Talking about uh, you can't all right, get a hold all right, of me. That's fair. Right, a man of his word, right. dude. I respect yeah. that. No, right, no I'll, holding I'll it over, over my head. I'll cheers to you right here. I got the high noon. I'll cheers. He's got the. Dude, that's a big glass of whiskey, bro. That is a really big. Is a whiskey glass with some. That's a two hundred dollar glass of whiskey. Right no, there. that's that's insane, bro. <laughs> like that whiskey, dude. That's that's. It's, it's a whiskey coke. It's only you know it's half whiskey. Half He's coke. on diet. He's on diet, which is worse. Um, all right, we appreciate it, dude. Like what goes around comes around. Now that being said, let's talk about the NBA Finals here. Is there like just before we get into what happened in Game One and everything else? Are is there a is there an internal bet here that we are making? Because for myself, I would like to root for the underdog. I would like to root for the Boston Celtics to win their 18th. Now, I know the Warriors <laughs> got shook after the first game. And again, I know we're dropping this on Monday. I don't know what's happening on Monday. If I had to take a wild mother effing guess, which I still need to put a bet in before the game starts tonight, it is a must win for the Warriors. 
But the Celtics did what they did, and they stole one in Chase Center across the country. Who the fuck cares if they lose game two? So is there a, is, you know, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. I don't know what I really want to say right now, but I would like for the Boston Celtics to win the series. And I, I don't I think you're on the same page with JP. Me and JP had a brief conversation about this before we recorded. I yeah. think you and JP are on the same page. And hey, hey, take a guess. I'm not on the same page as you, brothers. <laughs> I'm on the other side. I feel like I think I'm on the other side on this one. But okay. Okay. I will take you on that. If the Warriors don't win this game tonight, I did say it's a series over with. I mean, even if it goes six or seven. But obviously, we got to wait to the outcome tonight. But I'll take the Warriors. I'm I'm still confident in the Warriors. Um, I don't think they yeah. lose tonight. So I'll take the Warriors and I'll say seven if that's what you're comfortable with. If you want to throw a bet. I know bet this together. is – no, I don't even know if I want to yet. I just wanted to throw it out there, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> because then it, then it brings up the question of like – and we can go – like with people listening right now, they already know what the fuck happened in the first game, right? Al Horford went off. Al Horford is good. They went on a 40 to 16 run in the fourth quarter. There's a, everyone was dead as a Celtics fan through the first and third quarters. Fourth quarter, we woke up. I'm, I'm we, I'm Boston. Um, and, and the Warriors just got slept on. Like, obviously, they knew they, they've never gotten beat in the postseason at their home court arena. And, uh, guess what? They're there. And JP, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit. The Warriors had the easiest path to make it to the NBA finals. For me, all season, I still respect Steph Curry. Thought he was going to be the MVP. There's a question, and this is what I'm saying right here, guys. Like, you know, we can we can talk about this first game. I don't know if we want to do that. We haven't seen the second game yet. We can talk about the first game. The question that I want to pose to you is: Is this this series a um, is it for Steph Curry? Is it top ten if he not only wins the series for the Golden State Warriors? with Clay Thompson back after two years, but also does he have to win the NBA finals MVP for him to be top 10 in NBA history? And that goes for, you know, you guys can take that away, but that is kind of just what I'm thinking. And the bigger question that I'm hearing from everybody else right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll kind of go through a little bit of everything you said there. So as we talked about, y'all already said it, this is must win for the Warriors. I think they take care of business tonight, getting out of, out of Oakland or out of the Bay, excuse me, they don't play in Oakland anymore out of the Bay, one and one, obviously not ideal, but it's doable going back to Boston. Boston has played it solid on their home court this playoffs, but not untouchable over there by any stretch. There will be regression to the meat. They will not shoot like they did from three for the rest of the series. They will, Al Horford, as great as Al Horford is, is not going to play like that every game. The Jason Tatum bad game already happened, but you can live with Jason. Teams have beat the Celtics with Jason Tatum scoring 40 points in the playoffs. It happens. So, the Warriors are not in panic mode yet. If they take care of business tonight, they go to Boston. They feel fine. I really, I don't, I don't know which way to lean yet, but I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to be an awesome series. Now, to answer your Steph Curry question, Steph is already untouchable, minimum top fifteen, approaching top ten for me. I, I when you look at the the entirety of his career, how he's influenced the game, there's not a definitive ten guys in front of him that have been more important to the NBA and have been better. No stop for me. If he pulls this out with a finals MVP, I mean, we start approaching like top five territory. I mean, that's how good I think Steph Curry is. He's the ultimate teammate. He's the greatest warrior of all time. He's the single greatest shooter of all time, which alone puts him way the hell up there. 
and he will then have two final two MVPs, a finals MVP. This will be what four championships. That's a resume in itself that is almost, you know, that guys just don't do that. So, yes, I think if this definitely vaults from the top 10, approaching top five territory. Is he as good as LeBron, MJ, and Kareem? No. Is he in that second tier of, of all-timers with Magic Johnson and Larry Bird? Yeah, absolutely. I will take the the, the little tidbit of, of this conversation and kind of skew my answer towards that because when you say best players, I don't – that's just the go conversation in, in internally. And then we see if you go head to head with one on one with somebody, I think LeBron James is the ultimate best player that will ever walk this earth. If he goes one on one with any player, he's beating them. Michael Jordan, if they're going one on one, LeBron has the advantage in terms of resume is where I'm kind of the conversation gets skewed in terms of talking about the go and stuff. Steph Curry is automatically already there in the top 10. There's no discussing game changing. Just his, his just ability to shoot the ball has changed the game dramatically in ways that we've never seen the game change in the time that he's been in the league. So for me, the answer is very simple. He's already top 10. Now it's just the shift to where he is at now currently with the championships and, and no MVPs in the finals and that conversation to building his resume even more to get talked about in that stature because his resume is already great, like you said, JP. But to be starting to lift a conversation in terms of just good players, you do have to build a resume because that's what people will talk about. You know, what do you, how many finals did you win? How many this? That's the conversation about the GOATs, the, the greatest of all times, the, just the best players that ever walked the planet. That's where the conversation always shifts. What did you get – accomplished in your career on your team that you played for or whatnot. So that is what he's building now. You know what I mean? You got the couple of years off from the, what the so-and-co uh, dynasty run that the Warriors have made. Now it's the aftermath of, okay, they're coming back. They've in the finals again. Are they going to make this finals? Are they going to make next year's finals? Are they going to do the same thing? He needs to start to look if he wants to, or people want to talk to him about that in terms of or about him like that, they have to start saying, okay, Steph Curry, start to build your resume, and that's where it starts now. That's kind of where my conversation starts because what you said, he's already top 10. He's possibly already top five in terms of just changing the game. I mean, he's probably number two in my books of just ultimately changing the game in a whole. You know, we've never seen somebody like that shoot the ball and then all these other teams are trying to, you know, incorporating the three-point line into their schemes and stuff and guarding three-point line and whatnot. So for me, that's where the conversation is. He's already up there. What comes next after this finals and, you know, the next couple of years with, you know, um, Thompson and Green kind of evolving into their later stages of their career, that is the resume builder that we can then start having that conversation. So the question is, if you guys think that he is already borderline top five, then if they win the NBA finals and he does win the MVP, he's not there yet, but there is, there's conversations there that you can start. Okay. Starting comparing that, that stat to, okay, he's got another championship. Does he win the MVP? Okay. Now he check marks that box of NBA or MVP in the finals, you know, question mark. Okay. Now, what does he do in the next five years of his career? Because that's ultimately his window. I mean, he might play for more than five more years, but his window of actually getting stuff accomplished 
um, solely based on his talent is probably in the next five years. If I'm the, yeah, the the top three for me is untouchable. Like Steph, this year cannot move into the top three. No, if no. He, he would need a, another regular season MVP, at least one, and another championship, and another Finals MVP to break break into the top three. I don't think that's possible for Steph. He's we're right. we're just too late into the career. The top five is is reachable a hundred percent. But like it's a, so to answer your question, I, I think the next question that's coming up is where could Steph get to in the top ten? He can't crack into the top three. Top five is breachable. Top 10, he's already there. All right. So let's talk about how he can potentially get there because right now, between us three, he's very far from it. And again, we don't know what's going to happen in game two. If we had to take a guess, Warriors win game two. Let's talk a little bit about how he gets there. And uh, um, that just includes other players on the team, right? Um, I want to talk about how Draymond Green is just not a factor. In, in game one, I just want to read some stats to you guys going back to 2015-2016 against the Cavs in game seven. Um, he shot 39% from three. He, he took about three three threes a game. You know, I just think Draymond Green, again, I'm, I'm taking a bet on Draymond Green just not even being a factor in this series, right? But he was when they were back here last time they were back here in the NBA Finals, right? Um, I know he had a shoulder injury. You know, we're all betting on Draymond Green to just kind of pass the ball and get rebounds and a ton of rebounds. But for these other guys, Clay Thompson being back after two years, Draymond Green, for me, not really being a factor. And then uh, again, in this in this playoffs postseason, the Warriors kind of getting past these guys that are missing other superstars on their team. Um, where they're, whereas they're now facing the Celtics who have kind of just went through this juggernaut series against the Heat. Game seven, Tyler Hero's already cheating on some chick, his wife or something. But now they're actually facing the Warriors who are supposed to be this dynasty team. And if Steph Curry is going to get there, my thing is they're going to want to rely on not only a Jordan Poole because he's not built for the moment, I don't think for this moment, but Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. Whereas Jason Tatum has the worst game of his life in the postseason. The guy's nervous as fuck. None of these Celtics players have been to the NBA Finals. Al Horford goes for a fuck ton of like 27. Marcus Smart, I don't know if you guys check this out, didn't enter the fourth quarter until about three minutes and 47 seconds. And they ran with it. They still won the fourth quarter 40 to 19 points. So my question to you guys is for the Warriors to kind of step up in this series and for Steph Curry to kind of make that extra name for himself. What you came you after Draymond Green? Come on, man. Yeah. You I mean, came off a... If anybody you come out come after Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, you I know you're a stat guy, you like to read the stats, but Draymond does so much more for that. I just team think he's kind of showing. allergic. I think Draymond Green is kind of allergic to the ball right now, and that's all I'm saying. I'm comparing it to the last when they played LeBron and the Cavs and everything. Draymond Green was that third option for me. I don't think Draymond Green is that third option offensively. Yeah. So now you, you are correct. He's not. Yeah. But he does so much more for that team than, than the stats will show. And that's but when the team is offensively bounded. Like it, it just and I get I get defensively, like Draymond Green is there. I'm not I'm not I'm not cutting him out on that. I'm just saying now facing a team that they haven't really seen that's kind of been through these juggernaut series. And it's obviously, guys, like I know we all agree on this, it's different styles of play, as in like I love the I love the NBA Finals because it's these guys that have kind of been a, a development teams getting drafted like drafting these guys Tatum Brown Curry Clay Thompson love the series, 
but what, who are the X factors and what needs to happen? And then I just kind of wanted to point out Draymond Green because that's all I saw in game one. He got boards, no doubt, but I'm kind of comparing it to last time they were in the NBA finals when he was kind of that third option. And I'm not thinking he's kind of, he's not that third option offensively. Because his role has changed, I think, for this year. Because when you bring in somebody like Andrew Wiggins, that's your third option nowadays. You know what I mean? His 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 role is not – you don't have to go out there and score a drummer. You don't have to go out and make two threes and get four garbage points or four garbage layups type of deal and get your 15 a game or 15 a game and just be that guy. You don't have to score at all, Draymond Green. Do everything other than score the ball for us, and you're going to be a dippers maker. That's where I see his role has changed from being a third option, which is totally fine. But when you have somebody that you brought in like an Andrew Wiggins, who's come out and just dominated his role that they've given to him, I can't believe you came after Draymond Green like that, man. Yeah, I, uh, I would. Like I mean, I, I feel like I feel like that's fair, though. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it it's is fair. Kind of, it is fair. But you came out to him. There's so yeah. many other people you could come out there. I understand. On that team. I I understand. And I'm all and and maybe maybe to back my point up a little bit more is Al Horford is good in game one. This guy's been ready for the moment. Hasn't been there. But you clearly see what he did. Six of eight from three. I don't even know. I don't have my notes up. Just, my fucking phone is locked here. But uh, <laughs> you see what Al Horford did. And who's the guy supposed to be guarding Al Horford? Like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like the question that I pose to you guys is, where is Draymond Green in this series? Because obviously he is a huge component of the Warriors winning this series. So uh, I'll, I'll hop in here and I'll, I'll mention. So that game seven you, you, you talked about, Andy. The like where Draymond against the LeBron Cavs where they ended up losing that game seven is one of the most impressive game sevens of all time. It's one of the greatest finals games of all time. Draymond had, he had like 39, 16 and 10 in an elimination game seven. Yeah. They ended up losing, but if you just look at Draymond's performance alone, it was incredible. He's not that guy anymore. He's just not, he is a little bit of a black hole on offense. It's a, it's a little sad to see that sometimes, especially late in the shot clock when the ball's in Draymond's hands, it's over. Like the possession is over. They're they're not getting a bucket. It's going back the other way. That is unfortunate because that's not how it used to be. However, I'm also with Liam on this one that that's not what anybody expects Draymond to be. Or if you expect Draymond to be the third option here, it, it's it's just not the case. They have other scores. They replace him with Wiggins. They replace him with Jordan Poole. There's these other guys that have stepped up into those roles throughout the season that should be scoring the ball. Jordan Poole. As great as he was the first few series, the last couple series has not been awesome. I, the shooting numbers are down a little bit. Part of it's rotation-wise because he can't play defense, and he's getting just absolutely cooked. But also, part of it's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Sometimes you shoot well, sometimes you don't. Wiggins played well the other night. The shot is still not falling, but he put in a, a good 20. He's playing really good defense, and he's attacking the boards, which is huge. The Warriors, I don't think there's anybody you can point to right now and say they're the issue because sometimes you just get beat. Giving up 40 points in a third quarter sucks, but the Celtics shot 78% from three in the third quarter. What are you going to do? So I, there, for me, I don't think there's anybody, Draymond, Clay, anybody you can point to right now, especially if it's only been one game, and say, this is your fault. You can't. The Celtics played great. The Warriors, as a whole, collectively in the fourth quarter, played bad defense. And the Celtics made shots. I if Draymond has another game tonight where all of a sudden he's like, it looks like he can't even touch the ball on offense. Yeah, then maybe you start pointing fingers. 
But I, I, I can't say anybody has been so bad this series on the Warriors in one game where it's their fault. And the X factor for me, it's not Draymond. It's not Jordan Poole. It's Wiggins. If he can put in a solid game every game. I was listening to part of my take. Richard Jefferson was talking about this. If he's consistently good, the Warriors are really hard to beat. So for the Warriors, my X factor is Andrew Wiggins. For the Celtics, my X factor, it was going to be uh, the performance, the Jalen Brown performance, but he was kind of shaky and they still ended up doing okay. Shit, right now it might be Derek White. If Derek White can keep putting in the minutes he's been putting in off the bench, if he can put, uh, he won't shoot as well as he did, but even if Derek White keeps putting in solid minutes for him, I mean, that's like they, all of a sudden the Celtics look deeper than the Warriors, which has been the entire conversation is the bench units. Well, if Derek White's hooping, he, he's outplaying Jordan Poole. That's that's it. That, it's Celtics dub. Well, that's so, the that's the point that I, I want to bring up, because when you talk about fourth quarters, you will never see another fourth quarter like that in NBA finals history. I, I was going to I was going to say started seven for seven on that fourth yeah. quarter for the Celtics. And and you 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 just talk about they go from a twelve o or I think it was eleven o run to gain the lead. From eleven o run they go to seventeen, and then from seventeen, the game's already over because there's three minutes left, and you can just tell what's going on with the Warriors. They can't make shots. Clay went two for what seven in the fourth quarter, I believe it was. What are we talking about? One of the best backcourts don't even. They came in, A, can't even get shots off. And when they do, they're just contested and they're not the shots that they usually take. Steph Curry took all but one three. Everything else was inside the three point line. And, and we got it. We got, we got a shout out Steph Curry, obviously, for breaking the record. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Liam. No, I, go I, ahead. You go yeah. ahead right after me. Um, I mean, what, six threes in the first quarter breaks a record. Um, and then it's almost like, does the guy get tired? Does the shooting art, like, is that the strategy? Like, Kind of just don't guard Steph Curry in the first half. <laughs> you know, he shoots, he shoots, he shoots. But that's what you could like, you could tell. Like, that's the thing. That's And, like, I didn't notice. I, I didn't know that could be a thing against the Warriors until that first game to where it's like, oh, damn. Who the fuck has Al Horford looking at these guys? Everyone's balling right now. Derek White, right? Honestly saved the game for the Celtics the entire game. And it's like, who is guarding that guy? And then Steph Curry is like, okay, I got to run around even more now. Give me the ball. I got to shoot it. His arm's tired as fuck. So, like, that is where, excuse me, you're going to be able to beat the Warriors. Like, that, and I can't see more than, like, one option besides beating the Warriors. Like, I don't know if I'm wording that correctly, but you guys understand where I'm coming from. It's like, once they get on, once the other team gets on, the Warriors get that, like, oh, fuck, they have all the momentum. We're not used to that. Well, so, we haven't seen that from the Warriors ever. Like, when's the last time you've seen right. the Warriors, A, get a 10-0 run against them and not make right. a basket? That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. So what, what is it? And again, we might see it in game two, but, like, that's where I was looking at the TV and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm probably thinking what the same thing that Steph Curry's thinking. Who the fuck has Al Horford right there? Um, okay, I got to go down the court and shoot a ball, but I, I made six threes in the first quarter. And that's why I brought up the whole Draymond Green thing because it's like at a, at a point in time, like you can play defense. But if you're not playing defense and you're getting smoked 10-0, there was a total of a 54-28 to 28 run at, at a point in time in that game with the Celtics. Uh, so we're going to talk about Draymond Like that's what I'm saying. So it's like Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, 
loony. Like, I don't know. So like, this is the question. Do they have enough to be able to take that kind of adversity without it being two or three minutes left in the game to, to come, let's just say the fourth quarter to come back to something like that. I'll say this before we get into that. I think a little bit of that is that we haven't mentioned that these are two of the top defensive teams in the league this year. That's sort of the the problem that we saw. Like the Warriors, we could see that the Warriors could potentially, you know, make a comeback going out. A team makes a 10-0 run or whatever the run is and come back because their defense isn't elite. You know what I mean? The Boston Celtics defense is elite. Warriors defense is really good as well. So it's kind of like that's why they're here. And to make a a decision in terms of locking down one player or isolating one player, the the Celtics defense can do that. They isolate Steph Curry. We're not going to let him shoot at all in the fourth quarter. We're not going to let, you know, Clay Thompson shoot in the fourth quarter. The, the Warriors, I don't see them having the, the actual bodies to be like, okay, we're not going to let Jason Tatum do this. We're not going to let Jalen Brown do this. Okay, we can't have White do this. We can't have Smart do this. And we can't have Al Horford do this. They don't have enough defensive bodies to, you know, lock down two of the three or two of the four or whatever. They have the body or maybe one body, maybe two and Andrew Wiggins and, and, and Thompson to be like, all right, Jason Tatum, we can lock him down or, or prevent this. And one other person, whoever they decide that we're not going to let him beat us tonight. But the, is, Steph, the, is Steph Curry a liability on defense? No, don't do no. that. No, you, he's, yeah, uh, yeah, he's you, been you, you, you go after Draymond Green and Steph Curry in the same <laughs> episode. That's crazy, bro. Steph's I don't been know, pretty good bro. on defense. It's I, not I, Steph. I, I get it. I get it. But it's just like – I. I totally agree with you. Like they, because it's like, oh fuck, Tatum did. He had the worst game of NBA Finals history. So well, that's gonna, an exaggeration. Okay, he well, had twelve both, assists. Okay, fair. Thirteen assists. Fair, 13. fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Double double. I get it. Double double. Not but a double double. He had twelve points, didn't he? Oh, I thought he had. I thought he had single. You're right. Double double. I think he had twelve points. But it's like, all right, all right. My fault. But like. I talk, like I'm with you. Like they don't have enough bodies to guard. So so that's what the game. I don't know what. And so like here's another question I'll have for you guys. Is like with these two styles, two totally different styles of ball. Um, how do you when we talk about making adjustments after every single game? How do you make adjustments to game two, game three, and game four? Um, but do you make adjustments? Whereas, whereas, like now we're at the stage where we're, we are in the NBA finals and we do have the talent. So it's like, okay, now that we have the talent, let's put, like, say for Tatum or Curry, the Warriors kind of have it figured out. But, like, say for like Tatum, let's put guys in the rotation that can complement Tatum's game the best. So it's, or let's put Al Horford, who, what, what guys can complement, can complement his game the best. And so that's kind of the question that I, I asked you guys is like, I don't know. Is there really that many adjustments or it's like, do you play around certain players now in this day and in this day and stage? Yeah. So I will say you, you have to make adjustments. You do, but you don't want, you know, there's the doc Rivers style, which is we're playing our game. 
no matter what, no, and we, this is how we got here. And this is how we're going to leave. This is how we're going to go home if we have to. It's also how you, you blow three, one leads. Okay. So you don't want to be that. We're just taking <laughs> shots all over this podcast <laughs> today. Hey, God damn, I, I'm going after Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and uh, I thought I'm one of the best to ever do it. I what are we doing here? <laughs> but fuck yeah, let's uh, keep I'll it take, rocking, dude. I'll take Go shots ahead, at Doc JP. Rivers all day. Uh, Doc I, Rivers I think, is my yeah. I love Doc Rivers. Go ahead, no. my fault. That's anyway, crazy. No, no, all right, fair enough. But you also don't want to flip the whole script upside down. Like there, there you have to find a, a good middle ground. And Steve Kerr, I think I listen, he listened to him on a podcast, I believe it was Book of Basketball, talking about how in the series that they lost when they blew the 3-1 lead, 2016, uh they played most spades every game, basically. And he was just getting destroyed. He was useless. And they just kept playing him because that's how they had been doing it. Steve Kerr talked about that and realized we, we knew after game three we couldn't play him, but we were so nervous about screwing up the rotation, we just kept doing it. I don't think he'll do that anymore. Uh, there is no most spades in this rotation, but if all of a sudden Al Horford's cooking again, or whoever it may be, I will. I believe that Steve Kerr will make an adjustment to go to like a Bielitsia or a Kaminga, just a different look to throw at these guys. I honestly would love to see Jonathan Kaminga play a little bit in this series, especially matched up against like a Robert Williams. Is he as good as these guys? No. Is he a different look, a more athletic look, and a more dynamic defender in the paint that just at least makes the Celtics think about it? Yeah, of course. If you're the Celtics, you don't make any adjustments, but Ime Adoka and the Brad Stevens and the players. No, they got a little lucky. So are they going to make any big adjustments? No. But are they thinking to themselves, we're not shooting like that again. We probably need to clean it up on defense and we can't be giving up Steph bombs. We have to like play and drop coverage on screens. It's just not going to work. Yeah, of course they're doing that. So it's the little adjustments. It's here and there. It's little things. Maybe it's probably a rotation change for the Warriors in some fashion. And it's probably more of a tactical change for the Celtics. Right. And I I would put it to this though. I think... Well, I just I just said that I think the the Celtics are deeper um, in terms of like just the personnel that they have and the ability. But I think the other side of that is I don't think they have the players in terms of standout players. We're talking about a, a Derek White that scored 21 points. He's not going to score over 15 points in the rest of this series, I don't think. You know what I mean? Then you then you start to look down their roster. Is you said Robert Williams? He's not going to have a, a a game like White had last game. Then you keep going down. Pritchard, he's going to have a 21 point game and a barrage of threes, maybe two threes, maybe three threes. Okay, who else is going to be that guy that gives them another like standout performance? Then we're starting, for me, then you're starting to go into Al Horford's not going to have another standout game. He's not going to give you 25-plus every night. So yeah, then wait, you go I cannot in, wait to fucking clip any of these. Yeah. I, then you go into their starting line. Okay, Marcus Smart can do it. I'll give him that. Marcus Smart, can he can get hot quick. But then you're looking at, okay, Jalen Brown, you need to have a good game. Yeah, you know, you got to step up a little bit. Um, if Tatum's going down, because we can't rely on White to go out and just clean up basically in that fourth quarter. That's really what it was. He was the momentum. You can't rely on him to do that in the fourth quarter. Okay, Tatum, we need you to start to step up. We can't let you go 12 points in a game, because if you score 12 points in a game, 
we can't rely on White to go crazy in the fourth quarter and, and give you the win. So that's where I'm thinking. Then you look at the Warriors. The Warriors on that standpoint, they do have those players that w- could have a standout game. You have Andrew Wiggins. I think, obviously, he he's proven, I think. I don't think that's crazy to say. He could give you 20-plus games. And then you go Jordan Poole had a bad game. He could definitely give you – he's been proven all, all this, uh, you know, playoffs. He can give you a 25-point game. All right, Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, who's been down in, in the playoffs this year. Game six, Clay, where has he been all – like, we need game six, Clay, in every single game low-key, you know what I mean? So, we can't – you can definitely rely on him to give you a spark. Draymond Green even could give you a triple-double and he could change the game. Then you start saying people like you, Valencia – he can score just as well as as White can. You know what I mean? He could give you a game like that. So now it's just like the, the, I even mentioned Andre Iguodala. He could, you know, give you a nice 5-5-5 five, five and five game and be a difference maker. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, I think I would rely more on the Warriors like role players to give me more of a like a, a a white game that we saw in game one, then the rest of the Celtics, because I don't believe White's doing that again. I then think, you start going down the list for the Celtics. Who else are you going to rely on? I think I think for the the players that you named on both sides could both do it. N- not for the I, Celtics, I don't think. I think you gave Kevin White. He gave his game. He gave his one game. Then you start Pritchard ain't doing it. Robert Williams ain't doing. It. He's hurt. Well, that just comes Nobody down, else that just comes can, down all right, to like smart. He could do you one, but he, but I think it's just not it. You know what I mean? But I then think, you start honestly, looking at man, the it's so it's so equal because like, I get no. what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it's almost like you just, you just said it. There's more guys on the Celtics who really can't quote unquote, can't do it, but they're, they're, they're but deeper in terms thing, of their that's role. Thing, though. That's the thing. All right. So here's the question here then. Curry goes for 35 or whatever, has a great game. If and then Tatum doesn't, the guys that recognize that, okay, damn, Tatum's not gonna do it. Let me try to step up. Okay, the other guy on the Celtics, the third guy. Let me, I'm gonna do me. I'm a, a fourth guy. It goes down the line, right? Oh, you for, go down for, the line. And well, I'm, well, I'm saying if this makes the sense, the seventh guy on that Warriors, list happened to well, have well, a night. Well, the Warriors, the Warriors who lose game one and Curry does go for 35. And in those last two minutes of the game, everyone's looking at Curry to make the save us, right? It's like, it's like the it's just like a matter of fact. It's like who's gonna recognize it first? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, does Grant Williams have a good game? But Tatum doesn't have another good game. Does Al Horford had already a big game? That guy has the most confidence out of both teams right now, no matter what throughout the rest of the series. At least game two and three. So it's like who's gonna that recognize dude is gonna score eight points and have five horses. Okay, he's good. I'm not giving you that, but, but he's that's, never gonna have that, that game. That's again. the question, though. Like, that is the question, though, for the Warriors. Is like the liability for the Warriors is like, oh damn, Curry's having six threes in the first quarter. Oh damn, but we're still down at halftime by two. Okay, we'll still we'll still keep doing what we're doing. Like, it's like, oh, at halftime, Tatum's got six. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, who's going to recognize it first? And then what's the talk in the locker room at halftime? Like, come to that point, if that makes sense at all. And then it's like our other guy. So, like, that just comes down to, like, who the X factor of both teams is going to be. And so it's like, you're obviously, you're going to rely on Tatum 
uh, Brown, Curry, and Thompson the ball every single night if, if I'm a teammate for both of those guys. And then it's like, okay, is, am I thinking is it going to be my night to like help those guys out? Or it's like, do I recognize that Tatum is not balling right now in the first half? I'm going to step up. Hey, yo, Al Horford, I'm pretty sure. Let's ball right here. Let's do our thing. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Compared to the Warriors side where it's like, okay, are we still going to rely on Curry to kind of keep balling for us? Or is like, you know what I'm saying? Or is Wiggins going to be like, nah, I'll shoot a three every now and then. Or Looney, I'll get some rebounds. Or like Draymond Green, hey, Curry, you keep, we'll do and keep doing a, a pick and roll thing. I'll keep trying to pass you the ball if that's making sense at all. So it's like, it's just, it's such an equal side to me, but they're still both totally different teams. So it's like, I don't know. Like if I'm on Steph Curry's team, I'm still going to rely on him to save us in that last two minutes because it's Steph Curry, but he's not making any shots. And I look over at Steph Curry and he's like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Whereas like it's Tatum, like Al Horford's a vet in the league. Nah, I'm going to fucking stroke in game time. So that was the biggest difference to me from what so I saw. Basically what you're saying is that we, we can't have Steph go crazy in the first, first half. Like he no, can be, I, no, he can be no, decent. No, no, no. no and then in the just, second half, no, we, 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 we can then transition to like, all right, Steph, it's your time. No, no, I'm just, I, saying, that's what I'm I, saying. The no, Warriors no. should do. You can't have Steph go off crazy. Cause we see what happens. He's, I'm he's just saying that's what I saw from game one to where it's like, they weren't, they were just getting blown out like the last quarter. And it's like, now we look at Steph and if it was like if devil's devil's advocate here, like, okay, we're going to rely on Jason Tatum to sh- try to shoot a three for us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, it's just, it's all a matter of like X factors is what we're really talking about here. Who's going to be that third and fourth and fifth guy on both these teams. So, and then I, how, I how say, early are yeah. they going to recognize that those first and that first and second guy is not playing up to par? Yeah. So it's kind of in that same vein, something I've noticed this is, in, in, in NBA, the playoffs, and definitely the finals, teams shorten up. They go, like, seven, eight-man rotations maximum. Neither of these teams are doing that. The, the, both these teams are still eight, nine, ten deep into their bench, which is crazy to think about, but that's how they're playing. It, you know, back in the day, that would never happen, but these teams can do it. They, they have these rotations they like to run. I do think eventually one of these teams is going to shorten up. It'll probably – if the Warriors go down – Tonight, if they lose tonight, they will absolutely. I think you got to keep the Celtics bench open then. I mean, I, I, but eventually, but you're, this is kind of what you're talking about. Like, if you know your one and two aren't firing, do you, do you open up the bench or do you say, nope, we got to stick with what we got? One of these next five guys has to do it. So I will be intrigued to see who the first team is to shorten up, if either of them, maybe they both like what they're running right now, or, when these teams do shorten up eventually, because I imagine game seven, if this goes to a game seven, we're not seeing a bunch of Peyton Pritchard minutes. <laughs> like, I, I like Peyton Pritchard a lot, which is not, not going to happen. Well, who we're knows, wrong. though? Like, that's what no, I'm saying. No, we're not. Like, like, but, but, but I know. Andy, I know. I'm telling you. That, I'm telling you, you they won't. But do you? Yes. Know? Like, you got to You think, you think they're like, going to give – you think – all right, let's, let's break I don't, it down I, here. I, you I, think, I, get, I, get, I totally get where you're coming from. But, like, it's a team game, bro. Like – and, and They're the going to put the whole season on the back, line for Pritchard? The, That's what you're saying? I'm not saying that. And, and it was just <laughs> That's an, crazy. It's just, an, it's just a name that you threw out, JP. I'm not saying it's just, oh, Pritchard. Yeah, Pritchard. <laughs> I'm just saying it's going to it's gonna rely. I think this series, my take for this series is, sure, Curry will win one game or two games, or Clay Thompson would, would win one game. or two. Same with the other side. Brown, Tatum, 
they they have to win one game in this series. They have to. Otherwise, they're getting blown out, and it's going to go five or six. All I'm saying is when it comes to a game seven, you're going to have to have some of those guys pass the rock, pick and roll. You see fucking Andre Iguodala win a fucking finals MVP out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because he has a baller season or has a baller series. Excuse me. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not disagreeing with any of you guys. That I'm just saying that's what it's going to come down to. Right, Those so guys are going to win you one, but I'll not take you, all of them. I'll take you through this. In game seven of the Miami Heat, how many players played for the Boston Celtics? Right now they're at an eight slash – well, they're at eight slash nine rotation in their, in their current season. How many players played in, in game seven of the Miami Heat series? I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. It's, it's, probably, it's probably six or seven. Yeah, it's, it's seven players plus yeah. Derek White gave him, I think it was like 15 off the bench or something. I get that. I get that. And I'm just, I'm just talking about three through seven right here. So they're not going to, they, they're not going to rely on those, those, those deep play, like those, their depth as much when I mean, the series. Pritchard gets- is a six man off the bench. He can be a six man, but he didn't play in the most important game of the of the se- of the season for the Celtics in Game Seven against Miami Heat. Oh well, then fuck me. I don't know. But that's like, what I'm yeah, saying. He, He's not going to play. Yeah. So well, that's where I'm saying. All right. Well, uh, again, not an example yeah. on Pritchard, but I'm just saying three through seven. If it does come down to a Game Six or Seven, you are going to need those guys. That's all I'm saying. That's like that's it's the bot. The They're going to need them. I, I agree with you. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that you're going to need them up to until it gets, you know, close enough to a series clinching game. You know what I mean? When it's 3-2 or it's, you know, 3-3 and then obviously game seven, those guys aren't going to be playing. That's where I think the conversation where I'm coming from is I'll take the guys from the Warriors side of like Andre Itagala. You can give him 10 minutes and he could be a difference maker. You know what I mean? Or you could give somebody like uh, Jordan Poole the opportunity to step up in his, you know, young career and be like, all right, you've been there. You've done that so far. The Celtics, I don't think they have those guys. Derek White's not going to be a, a game seven game changer. You know what I mean? Andrew Wiggins could be a game seven game changer if it goes to seven. That's why I'm saying I would more rely on those type of guys. Andre Iguodala, Andrew Wiggins. Um, I'm not believing in Marcus who's the, Smart. Who's, all right, so then who is the X factor in a game six or seven then on both sides? I mean, we say Wiggins and we'll say Al Horford. Well, Andrew Wiggins, I would say I would take Andrew Wiggins over Al Horford because Al Horford is going to barely touch 10 points and 10 rebounds for the rest <laughs> oh of this fucking series. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, clip yeah, that. I'm, clip that. They're not. In a game seven, when the Celtics need – I mean, we, we have the proof. We're they talking about a when big it came down presence, though. They, they, they're not going to Al Horford. They're just not. It, it, it's like they, I'm he will not be in the saying game. they'd even go play. to him. I'm just saying. The okay, okay. Hey, you just said he'd be the X factor. I'm just saying. I'm not. <laughs> t- uh, listen, listen. Al Horford, specifically his position, he could be an X factor for me in game six or seven if the ball gets to him like it did in game one, knock down the three. Take, get in the paint, get some boards. Put it back up for Am one. That's all. Okay. I'm so in the Warriors clinching series, the closest series that wasn't a four-one was Memphis four-two. Right? How many players did they play in game in game six? 
Again, I don't. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. They played like, eight players. Guess who they played? Play? Once again, like, off the bench, be Jordan Poole, Poole. Otto Porter Jr., who actually had a decent game last Otto game. Otto Porter Jr. is balling. He's right. Balling. And then the third guy, let me look real quick to who the third guy was because I, I got pulled it up, was Derek Lee, which is a nobody. But they still played eight players. I would take their bottom three against the Celtics' bottom two every day of the week. If Jordan Poole's coming off the bench and then you got Otto Porter Jr. who could actually show that he had a decent game, not a great game, but I would lie on, rely on them more than I would rely on a, a, a Pritchard or a, a, a White coming off the, the Celtics bench. I, I totally agree because, once again, these guys are young and haven't been there. But I think if we can all agree on something, it's just a, more the, it's just a matter of fact that, right, both these teams are healthy. So let's scratch that out off the board. Minus minus Robert. Minus. Iguodala's minus, not playing well, tonight either. Okay. Neither well, did mean, he. Ne- they, neither they was he played in, to play in Game Six in, against Memphis either. So he okay, probably but they got both played else, but. the first game. Yes. <laughs> um, we got him in the press. It's just going to come down. I think <laughs> for me. I think for me, honestly, like again, Steph will win one. Clay will win one. They might win two. I think Tatum. I th- honestly think that well, the Warriors should win this series. They w- they should win the NBA Finals. I think for me, it's just a matter of fact who is going to be that third guy, and that is the sole reason why I brought Jay- Draymond Green up so early in this episode. Is because of what I saw from Game One. I get he had a double double, but Draymond Green in this Finals compared to what he was in the last Finals against LeBron James was a totally different Draymond Green. And so it's now it's like if Curry, Clay Thompson, who came back from injury, is not 100% yet. He looks fantastic. Not 100%. Who is it going to be then? So that's all I'm saying. That's all this fucking thing is about. Who is it going to be? That's another thing, though, I, I'll, I'll bring up before we, we get out of here is I feel like the lot of the Warriors like kind of like kryptonite is that all of these teams have been planning against the Warriors and how to beat the Warriors for so long. You know what I mean? They had, what, five years when Steph Curry showed up and started making his run. They had their finals run. Then the two years that have been off when Clay Thompson was off for basically three years, then you have Steph Curry in and out of the lineup whatever. So the last two years was nothing, but now that they're back, it's almost like, Oh wait, we have say, you know, we have the, the game tape on how to beat the warriors. Right. And that's you know a I mean? thing, Liam, with, with, with me and you, bro, like we've been talking about the Celtics getting over this hump for the past two years. We've been doing this podcast. Right. So this is it right here. And this is why I have so much confidence in the Celtics right now, because they've been through these series compared to as the Warriors kind of facing these eh, out with Ja, out with fucking uh, Murray, you know, other series like this. Now they're facing the Celtics who are trying to get over this hump. And now they're here. And that is why I, I, I truly believe that the Celtics are a very, um, uh, I mean, they're a very like potential continuing team to win the NBA finals right here. That's well, obviously because they're in the fucking finals. How, I don't how else can you be in a tender if you're not in the finals? Fall, I, I, I said that wrong. But, like, I, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think that the Celtics, like, have a very, like, real advantage in this finals to win the NBA finals. 
I don't disagree to that point. I don't. But I, I don't believe in the Celtics yet because, like, kind of what you mentioned, we've always been talking about them trying to get over the hump, getting bounced in the first or second round. Like, I also think the Celtics just getting past that fucking heat series is like, oh, fuck, we've been playing ball for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Let's continue to play ball. I don't think there's – no matter about the rest period or anything like that for the Warriors, oh, we've been resting. Yeah, we're ready. We're all – it don't fucking matter, dude. We It's ball time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Celtics, like, let's run it back. If we're all in the gym playing pickup for five hours straight, we got to play the championship team. They've been resting. Now nah, let's run it back right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, I'm going to end it this. Um, which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? I will give you some options. Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, Willis Reed, or Larry Bird? Which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? Well, Walt I Chamberlain, can... Michael Jordan, Willis Reed, or Larry Bird? I can tell you Larry Bird didn't make it to the Finals before damn near Michael had what? It, I don't think he won Finals MVP, though. Honestly, my guess would have been Bill Russell, but, I mean, he's – not even an option. So, like, they, they could have not had a finals. Well, Jerry was one finals MVP and they didn't even win. So, they had the MVP. I'm, I'm shocked it's not Bill Russell. Um, I would say of those options, I'd go just earliest. I mean, Willis Reed's probably the earliest on there, but I don't think he would have won. Eh, I don't think he would have won. Two. Could have been Larry. It could have been Birdman, though. It could have been Larry Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been, been Birdman. Come it could have been man. the Birdman, Chris Anderson. Um, I'd say. Of the option, I mean, probably not Will. Oh, we're probably overthinking it is. It's probably Michael Jordan, to be honest with you. Like, what, first two he went to was, what, 85, 86? Um, and he won both, both MVPs that year, right? He won his first two finals MVP. And then the you third know, he would have, yes, yeah, he would have won those. But I'm just like, Larry would have had two before that, I feel like. I don't think I don't think Larry Bird won the Finals MVP the first year that he won. All right. I mean, I, yeah, like I, I'm fine with that. I mean, we should probably split up our, our guesses. So <laughs> you, you I, guess. I guess I'll say I'll say Larry Bird. I don't know. I, I guess I'll guess Wilt. I don't know because he's just the earliest. Liam, I said Larry Bird, big guy. Larry Bird and uh, Wilt. Yeah. All right, we'll throw that on TikTok at Man to Man Podcast. Wrong answers in the comments only uh willis reed won his first yeah. nba finals mvp award in 1970 and his second in 1973 playing for the new york knicks, knicks both times he also played against the same team los angeles lakers in each finals yeah i see uh, it kind of the odd man out there anything else i don't know how we're doing on time but uh, in other recent news, Tyler Hero has cheated on his baby mama. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. So. And we are we are low on time. So if anybody wants to talk about Tyler Hero cheating on his baby mama, you got to get him in quick. Release the hot takes. No, That's it. I think I think as a 21 year old man, you have a kid with an Instagram model that you already like initially slid into the DMs, and now you got a kid. You're in Miami, one of the hottest cities in America. <laughs> Um, my guy, of course, has a take on this. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, you know, you got to do better, man. You got to do better. 
Uh, great pod, boys. Great pod. Uh, Absolutely. We talked. We talked about one series, and it's the only series to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, we are rebranding. We are doing giveaways at Man to Man Podcast on Instagram. Um, go check us out. We're doing total points in every game this series. Before we get out of here, what we danced around it, boys. What's what? Are, what are the predictions for the for the NBA Finals? I'm still rocking Warriors in seven. Ooh. So we're not on the oh, – I think we're all against you, Andy. I think me and JP are on the same thing. I got Warriors in seven. I got Warriors in seven, too. <laughs> I got I got Warriors in seven, man. I, I do want to root for the Celtics, man, but I just don't believe they're there yet. But props to making it past the hump, right? Well, I'll say we end it right there because, hey, we're all Warriors in seven. <laughs> Namaste to you guys. Namaste on Namaste, that note. gentlemen. <laughs> Namaste. We'll see y'all next week, baby. Shit.